0: Cast, streaming on iHeartRadio and broadcasting locally on Bloomberg 960. KNEW Oakland and KOSF 103.7 FM HD2 San Francisco.
1: Pitch the Chad. A basketball ball. He strokes a dead center. On the run. Lagaras at the wall and out of room. Chad Pinder picks the team up and carries them around on a three-run homer.
2: It's now time for the A's Clubhouse Show.
3: That's right, it is
1: time for the A's
3: clubhouse show. And the number is 833-625-2278. That's 833-625-2278. As the A's start the road trip with a loss to the Kansas City Royals, three to one. Gonna talk a lot about Zach Greinke tonight. Vince Catronio joins us from Kauffman Stadium. And at 38 years old, very impressive. Zach Greinke hits career number 220 in the win column uh he's just about at 75 war you throw in a Cy Young two ERA titles uh that puts you in it puts you in the Hall of Fame those numbers are going to get him into the Hall of Fame and and to think that at 38 I I, probably in his prime Vince people wouldn't think that this is a guy that pitched a long time but he's doing just that and he's truly one of the greats of his era
1: well especially a guy that walked away from the game because of anxiety early in his career and was able to uh, manage that as best he can and, and put up the kind of numbers and win the kind of awards that he has, the six gold gloves, the six all-star games, the Cy Young, and a, and a second-place finish one other year as well. I, I don't know if it's necessarily a slam dunk. It certainly will, uh, will get a, a, lot of, uh, a lot of debate and a, and a lot of digging down into his, into his career. I, I think he's, he, w- he would get there. Uh, especially in, in this age, and the way that he morphed as a pitcher from a power guy to a, as Mark Hotse alluded to earlier today, as an artist, you know, on the mound, a, a thinking man, a guy that just, he, he makes it like a night like tonight where he, he certainly felt healthy against today's team that's been struggling, of course, offensively, but he just made it look easy. He, his delivery is effortless. He just kind of spotting the ball all around the zone, keeping it down, keeping it away, never panics. He's, he's seen everything you could possibly see. And, you know, he's obviously with all the money he's made with the free agent contracts he's signed to Townie, he loves to compete. That's why he's here. Yeah. I mean, he doesn't need to do this. He didn't need to go to, you know, road off onto the sunset and worked on getting his uh, golf game plus two if he wanted to. But he just loves putting the uniform. And it's great for the Royals to have that kind of influence in their clubhouse for the young guys, you know, like Brady Singer, who we're going to see uh, on Saturday, Brad Keller. You know, they've had Jackson Kowar in their system and others. Being around Zach Ranke is only a good thing for them.
3: Maybe that's what I should do, retire and get into that plus with my handicap.
1: Well, first of all, you got to be scratched to start to get the plus. <laughs> and if I were you, I would scratch it off. How's that?
3: <laughs> well, I mean, once you get over 70 now with the modern-day voters, you're pretty much going to get in the Hall of Fame. So and he's, and he's not done yet, so we'll see. I mean, he had, so he had good life on his pitches today, so... I just wanted to shout him out because in October he's going to be 39, and I'm not surprised now if he's going to be pitching into his 40s. I didn't realize. Is it firework night?
1: It is fireworks night on a Friday here at the K.
3: Then get out of here. I'm sorry. I didn't know.
1: It's all good, Townie. We'll talk to you tomorrow. By the
3: way, dinner. Are we doing Kansas City Joes, Jack Stacks,
1: Gates? What are we doing? Uh, let's see how tomorrow's game goes. If it's two hours and 22 minutes, we'll have a lot of choices tomorrow, especially it would taste a lot better with an A's victory.
3: By the way, Kansas City's a fun
1: town. It's, it's a good town. It's good to be back, that's for sure.
3: All right, buddy. Uh, we will talk to you tomorrow. Sounds great. See you, Tony. Vince Catroni. I can just hear it in the back, and I'm like, oh, no, I didn't realize it's Firework Night. Firework Night, not a good night for the broadcasters. It is, uh, that's why I'm never around for Firework Night, because you just can't hear anything. Yeah. Zach Greinke. Wow. I I I've kind of fought. The idea of Grinky and this idea that he's for sure a Hall of Famer and the commander beats me over the head with it, I'm gonna have to text him and say, you know what? Yeah. Two hundred and twenty wins, guys. Two hundred and twenty. And you might go, is that a lot? Yeah, yeah. There's no one there's no one coming up that is gonna really sniff these guys. The win is going away. It's sad. And everybody's going to tell you now, ah, the win doesn't matter. Well, once the win doesn't matter, and once these guys don't start throwing a lot of innings, seeing 200 wins, I mean, 200 wins now, I mean, you might you might think, well, is that really that much? Just think Pedro, Pedro all-time wins MLB. Okay. If you start to look at 200 wins, remember a guy like Pedro Martinez who just got into the Baseball Hall of Fame, he was what? He was like, he was just a little over two. Now the dominance is what put him over the top. But you got Max Scherzer at 195. Clayton Kershaw at 190, Adam Wainwright at 189. And then there's a long way to go of anybody who's even sniffing 200. There's my man Dave Stewart at 168. Wow. I'm on baseball reference, right? David Price. You take Max Scherzer, Adam Wainwright, and Clayton Kershaw, those guys are sniffing 200. The next active player than those three guys is also a guy that's been around forever. It's David Price at 155. We'll never see another 300-game winner. I hate to tell you this, old baseball, young young baseball fans. I'm not sure how many of you will see a 200-game winner after this crop of guys get it. Uh, Next closest on the list, 136, Johnny Cueto. Going down, going down. Garrett Cole at 123. I mean, Lance Lynn, 116. Steven Strasburg, who, who, who knows what you'll ever see from him, 113, Annabelle Sanchez, 112, Charlie Morton, 111. Do you see how hard it's going to be to get to 200 wins? You think 200 wins is not a big deal? You're going to have three guys get there. You're going to have Scherzer get there. You're going to have Kershaw get there. I don't know if Wainwright will get there because I got to think this might be it for him this year. I don't know if he's got 11 more in him. Verlander is sitting at 234. His quest for 300, he's so far away. So that's why I'm saying Zach Greinke tonight with the win now passes Pedro Martinez. Pedro had 219. Who else had 219? Former Oakland Athletic, the gambler, Kenny Rogers. Yeah, I think I think Grinke's a Hall of Famer. 220 the War at 75 and growing. I think there's no question. I'll finally I'll, I'll finally give it up. All right, the number is 833-625-2278. Your phone calls next right here on the A's Clubhouse show.
4: Connect of Cal State East Bay at CSUeastbay.edu slash impact. Ready's at the belt. A
1: glance back at Brown at second. And his 3-2 pitch to Lowry. Swung on and rolled weakly on the right side. Merrifield has to charge gloves, flips to first, and the Royals win game one of this weekend series by the final of three one. This is Ace Clubhouse.
3: Yeah, when you go over the notes, it's rough. I mean, they just do not score. It's the bottom line. 3-17 in June. I mean, have scored one run or fewer in 27 games. One run or fewer in 27 games. And that now means they've scored two runs or fewer in 38 games. Wow. Let's go to the Warrior. Warrior, you are on the A's Clubhouse show.
5: Hey, Tony, I'm trying to hang in there. Like I said, I picked up the season. Well, you look at tonight, They got a designated hitter hitting 143. Pinch it by a guy hitting 192. You look at that lineup, up and down the lineup. There is throwing guys to the wolves. Is not the way you get by. You know, you want to bring up a 19 year old. Okay, Claudio Washington, rest in peace, is not coming through that system. Uh, you look at the the pitchers. Montez only threw 102 innings yesterday, or excuse me, pitches yesterday. They should have sent him out for the for the ninth. It was just pathetic what happened to him. Wild pitch, wild pitch, three walks. The bullpen, the bullpen should be cited for arson. They have blown up so many leads that it's not even funny. And you can call here and do what you want. Dave Cavill don't care. Billy Bean don't care. I mean, they're, they're, as I said before, they're top, you know, they got five catchers or four catchers in the organization that are better than, uh, than Steven vote. You can't lead much. Don't tell me about guys, great leaders in the locker room and stuff, you're hitting 143. I'd rather see some great leaders on, on the field. And you look at that, how many, how many guys starting right now should be in the major leagues? Your best player is your most selfish player who costs the A's uh, a wild card uh, spot or the play-in game spot and that's uh, Ramon. And I don't know what his market is right now. I'm sure they'll overlook the, uh, the steroids. That starting rotation is is less than mediocre. There's nothing to look forward to. Like they say about the Coliseum, there's no there there. Well, there's no there in July or or, or August either. This team doesn't have the the potential to go off and win four or five games in 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 a row. This is the most holes that I have seen. I've seen some bad teams. Uh I joined the Army in the summer of seventy nine. Believe me, if the A's would have been if the A's would have been competitive, I probably wouldn't have joined when I did. <laughs> they were I, so they were so you. bad they made you join the army. <laughs> yeah, well, I was going to join anyway, but I was like, hey, what, what the heck? You know, the uh, first the San Francisco Shamrocks folded in the Pacific Hockey League, then the A started off uh, terrible. It was time to go. There was nothing holding <laughs> me home, and I ended up making. And That's the honest truth. That's you the know, best story I've heard in a while, Warrior.
3: That's awesome.
5: Yeah, I, 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 I've come back. I've caught the A's in so many ballparks, and I'll continue. I'll look at the Rockhounds, and I'll try to catch a couple of the stockton Sports games. But <clears throat> Or maybe even the Arizona complex, so like a Robert Pewson trade. I don't know what's play. I don't know what's happening there. But at the end of the day, Townie, why? Why call in? I feel sorry, not for the team. Not for the broadcasters, I feel sorry for you, because you've got to sit there and watch every game. You've got to watch every game in them and, and then take calls. There's no shining light there. And I've learned that when the Oakland As announce uh, tw- uh, 2,500 fans, 1,300 of them are disguised as green seats. Anyway, I, 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 hey, I hey, Tony, war- hey, a hey, warrior, a to-
3: warrior, warrior, I want you to remember one thing. What kind of man and what kind of professional would I be if I didn't show up for the tough times? If I'm going to be there for the good times and I'm going to get credit for the good times and I'm going to have the great shows and the fun shows, I better be there during the dark times, too, because a
5: true pro always shows up. I applaud you for that, but I'll put it like this. If I have a great girlfriend and she's the best girlfriend in the world, And then she starts acting up and she becomes bad. I'm walking out the door just like I would if I was in your place.
3: Have a great night. See you later, Warrior. (laughs) The A's were so bad in 79. I'm going to join the Army. Better join it now. I know a lot of people say that to me all the time. When things are bad, people, because I've done a lot of bad years, obviously. I've done a lot of good years. I've done a lot of years. But. This is what I love. This is why you call in. Because, you know, I'm not faking it. You know, a lot of these shows are fake. They're people that, you know, they'll they'll switch from team to team, market to market. You know what you're getting here. What you get here is, as they like to say, 100. You're getting what's real. I'm going to be here. I'm going to be here through the good times. I'm going to be here through the bad times. And we'll get through it together. We'll be happy together. We'll cry together. We've been through a lot. That's why we created these shows years and years and years ago. They're created for all of us. It's like a round table for everybody to come together, have a drink, talk some A's baseball, talk some baseball. Good times, bad times. A's talk, A's cast, we're here for you. Even, we shouldn't be here for people like Bitter Bill, but unfortunately, that might be the one thing that we have to admit, even in the darkest time, we have to be here for Bitter Bill.
0: Uh, Once this team gets down two runs, game is over. Time to turn it off. Do you have any
3: evidence of that?
0: (laughs) I think you're just providing me the evidence.
3: <laughs> uh, let's see. You want evidence? Let's see. The A's. I just, I just updated the playbook, which we use for A's Cast Live. The A's have scored one run or less 27 times. They have scored two runs or less 38 times. And they've scored 43 uh, three runs or less 43 times. And this was game number 72.
0: That's <laughs> yeah, pretty pathetic. And you think this is going to get better? Because you know what? What did Mark Canis say? No one wants to play for the A's. And you think this is going to get better? You think we're going to attract free agents to come here? No, we're going to keep on getting the boats. We're going to keep on getting the Lowry's, the Andrews. We're going to keep on getting these 37, 38-year-old guys that get 120, 140. And that's what we're going to get. And baseball wants to expand. You see who's back in the majors? Armas Garcia. Some tonight's playing for the Reds. <laughs> and they want to expand. Baseball wants to expand. And we got all these pathetic players playing.
3: Oh, ba- 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 baseball doesn't want to. Baseball is going to expand.
0: Oh, good. So we're going to see Jed Lowry at 45. DHL. Swinging
3: it. He's going to be 48, and you're going to be wearing his jersey.
0: <laughs> Stephen Vogt will be catching. Hey, let me tell you this.
3: Hey, let me tell you this, Bitter Bill, on a Friday night. How many times have you called up Bitter, and then the very next season, you're like, "Uh uh-oh, they're in the playoffs again? How many?
0: (laughs) This won't happen because you know why? Because we can't draft well. No one wants to play here. No one wants to play for these cheap owners. And it doesn't matter if they get the new stadium. The owners won't spend the money. I'd how do going, you know? How do you
3: know that? How do you know that?
0: It's because it's, you go back in the past. When they was there a new it.
3: stadium in the past? I don't remember that. I, I keep no, going to the same stadium. I keep going to the same box. I've been going to the same box in the press box forever. I've been going there so long. I've been going to that press box so long. I have my own box inside the press box. Did you know that? Yeah. A's cast. We have our own box.
0: You see any rodents passing by and back up?
3: I've seen a lot in that (laughs) press box. I've seen stuff that have more than more than four legs. I can tell you that.
0: (laughs) But that's if they get the stadium. That's if, and you know what's going to happen. Even though what's the next vote? June, July, there on June thirtieth.
3: Oh, there's going to be a stadium. I just can't tell you where it is, but there will be a new stadium.
0: I I know there'll be a new stadium, but even if Oakland votes yes on June 30th, you know there's going to be roadblocks. You know there's going to be – it's going to be held up in court for years and years and years. Here's the – hey, give me
3: a prediction. Will they have a new stadium before I retire?
0: uh, Yes. When are you going to retire?
3: That's a good question. (laughs) I don't plan to be here forever. <laughs> At some point, you're you all gonna... will have to go on without me.
0: Uh, uh, well, yeah, I guess we can do it. You're not going to leave us, Chris, are you?
3: Well, I will retire someday. I'm not going. I'm, I'm not going to be one of these guys that you. You're not going to have to tear the jersey off me. I can tell you that.
0: Uh, so you're not going to be a Stephen Boat or Jed Lowry.
3: Well, I'm a lot older than both those guys, but if you want to look at it that way, I, I, I plan to be here a long time, but I won't be here forever.
0: <laughs> okay. Well, this team is absolutely pathetic, and there's no hope for in the future. What a Mark Hannison, no one wants to play here.
3: Can you give me one positive to get me get me through Friday night? Give me one.
0: When does football season start?
3: Now yeah, it'll be in August. We'll start getting college football games. Before you know it, the NFL will start preseason. There you go. Yeah,
0: I can be positive every once in a while.
3: Thank and you, if, for the... I, if
0: I called you, all right. If I called you after every loss, after every win, I'll never call you.
3: Oh wow! And on that note, you have a wonderful Friday. All right. The great bitter bill. Uh huh. It's all right. It happens. These seasons come around, and we usually do it for about a year or two, and then what happens? Back in the playoffs. I look at the track record. Yeah, it is rough, right? Because right now, you really don't see all that much hope. Jonah Bride was fantastic playing defense tonight. You know, if you start to see Allen hit, Bride hit, bring up Langoliers, he hits. But it's always crazy the way it works, how all of a sudden the A's will just find guys and, you know, and, and everybody who comes to town talks about it. You know what? I'll get into that next. It's amazing how we view ourselves and how other people view us. We'll talk about it next right here on the A's Clubhouse Show. Looking to stay up-to-date on all things A's? Head over to athletics.com slash A'scast. That's athletics.com slash A'scast to listen to A's baseball and full 24-7 coverage of the A's only on A'scast. With a single click, you can stream great shows, live pre- and post-game coverage, and, of course, all the great action of the A's this season. Head to athletics.com slash A'scast today.
1: Broke in with San Diego in 2020. He came over in a deal a swing and a fly ball to deep left. Back goes Tony Kemp and Oliveras has done it again. It's over the bullpen and into the bleachers and it's 2-1 Kansas City. This guy's been waiting to get back on the active roster and he has busted out in a big big way for KC. Oliveras 2 and the A's 1. You're listening to the A's Clubhouse Show.
3: And the number is 833-625-2278. That's 833-625-2278. Yeah, I had to do it. I had to tell the commander. Zach Cranky's going to be a Hall of Famer. And the younger new voters... They just got to look at one number, and that's his career war. It's impressive. Basically 75. It's almost at 75. I don't know what this win does with this. It's going to get him that much closer, but he's going to be 75. I mean, remember when he came up, how talented he was. And then even with the Dodgers, just dominant, just him and Kershaw, it was unbelievable. His last win with the Royals, because remember, he re-signed one year, 13 mil. His last win with the Royals was September 30th, 2010. It says versus the Rays, but they had to be the Devil Rays back then, right? Had to be. I got to look that up real quick. I think they're just trying to be correct here. I believe they were my Devil Rays at that point back in 2000. that's how... That's how old? Oh, no, they were the Rays, and wow, they were the Rays back in 2008. I stand corrected. God, I didn't realize they'd been the Rays that long. But that, you know, Granky. last time he got a win for the Kansas City Royals. That's unbelievable. I didn't love tonight. About taking Cole out. I mean, we have this mentality that an A's pitcher gives up a couple runs. It's gotta come out. It's gotta come out. Why? Why does he have to come out? What's wrong? He gave up three runs. Who cares? Let him go. Let him keep pitching. Cole Irvin had 66 pitches. Like, we're, 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 we're terrified of a guy having to work through some tough innings. Terrified. Because we got to get out to Acevedo. Even though Cole Irvin gave up three runs, his ERA is still lower than Acevedo's and Pruitt's who came in after him. I don't understand in a season like this why they just can't allow the pitchers to work longer and get through struggles. It's okay if you give up 4 or 5 runs in a start. You don't have to press the panic button. I Ain't mean, why are we in a rush to get to this bullpen? Even yesterday, everybody's going to say it, why didn't Frankie finish it out? Why did you leave it up to the bullpen? It makes no sense. If you just had the mentality, Scott Emerson shows up to Kauffman Stadium, pulls Cole Irvin aside, and said, here's the mentality tonight, you're going 100 pitches. And you know what, you may go deeper than that. What happens, he gives up a couple runs, oh my God, he's got 66 pitches, get him out. Like, you're training these guys not, you're training these guys not to go deep in games, and then you want to take it to a bullpen that, let's face it, is a full-on dumpster fire. It is. The numbers say it. Don't take a guy out with 66 pitches. I don't care if he's giving up three and there's runners on base. Let him keep going. Let him build up. Let him keep going. If he gives up seven, who cares? I mean, what, what's the game plan? Are you looking to trade him? Are you looking to, I mean, you're trying to protect him? Why are you protecting him? It's not like Kohler, it's not like any of these guys are young dudes. He's 28 years old. He's in the prime of his career. If you don't want to get as much out of a guy now, then when the hell do you want to get the most out of him? Unless you're going to flip him. But are you going to flip him? I don't know. The number is 833-625-2278, your phone calls. And Mark Kotze coming up next right here on the A's Clubhouse Show.
4: School's out for summer, but if your business is running QuickBooks, you'll never get a break. Their manual processes and delays will leave you scrambling. Graduate to NetSuite by Oracle, the number one cloud financial system. No matter how big your business grows, with NetSuite, you'll gain visibility and control of your financials, inventory, HR, e-commerce, and more. Just like 93% of surveyed businesses who already graduated. NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind financing program, so head to netsuite.com.
2: The more we learn about COVID-19, the more questions we have. The biggest question now, what's next? What will COVID bring in six months, a year? If you're feeling anxious about the future, you're not alone. CalHOPE offers free COVID-19 emotional support. Call 833-317-4673 or live chat at calhope.org today.
8: Throws in, Santana takes on the inside corner, bring him up, strike three called, and the ball
7: game is over.
2: You're listening to A's Cast.
7: And that swung on a high, deep drive, left center field, way back, Pache in the alley, at the track, to the wall, he's there, and he
8: runs it down! And Pache has done it again! He just simply outran
2: that baseball. This is the A's clubhouse show.
1: And walks to the plate, swinging a soft bouncer towards short. Bobby Wood has it on to first base, and the inning is over. The A's threaten, but do not score. Get their first two men on, get them in a scoring position, but they're stranded on the base paths. Midway through the eighth, it's 3-1 Kansas City.
3: I got to tell you, if you're a baseball fan. Go to MLB.com. Let me see if they have it on the front page. Yeah, they do have it on the front page now. But you can go to the... Go to MLB.com and you can go to the box score of the Braves and the Dodgers. And you can see the video... Well, actually, they do. They, they got the story on the front page. Uh, go down to the middle of the, the story. It says, Freddie Freeman on receiving ring. I got to tell you, very emotional. Something you don't see very often. True emotion from the heart. And tells you a lot about Freddie Freeman about the Braves and something really went on because his emotion of what Atlanta means to means to him as an organization winning that championship and now coming back as a Dodger he was in tears this is a guy that didn't want to leave very interesting some someday we might get the full story but you don't see athletes react like this too often and it, may, and it shows you how much a guy loves a town, loves his, his old team. I thought it was very special from the heart, something we always don't get, like from Greg in San Luis Obispo. Greg, welcome to A's, uh, the A's Clubhouse show.
8: <laughs> Thanks for that setup, Tony. I, uh, you know, hopefully I can back up your words there. What's going on, brother? Uh,
3: well... Another game where the A's scored one run.
8: <laughs> you know the A's fall down like three nothing, three one, four to one. It feels like it's ten to one because you just know, you know the team's obviously not built for a, you know a comeback because they just don't is don't put runs on the board. So, you know it's I, I, again I agree with you with Cole Urban. Let him go. What are we saving him for? I mean, I would think a left-handed pitcher in his prime with a, with a good ERA like Cole Urban could be a could be a flip piece for the A's. Um I guess Devil's Advocate is maybe that's what they're thinking. You know, Cole Urban's had some some injury problems in the past, so maybe they're trying to limit his innings up until the deadline. I don't know, Tony.
3: Yeah, it's a it, it's a head scratcher. Um it's just not but you know what though? It's it, it's crazy. It's just not the A's. It's right. It's everybody. It's like Nobody wants anybody to have the ball in their hand for a long period of time. They just don't. It's like you got to 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 have that, you got to have like a no-hitter going. You got to have a one-two hitter scoreless. They just are so locked in. It's like they have a game plan and they cannot deviate. They just cannot deviate. It'd be like a football team that let's say you 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 think that their corners and their pass rush isn't very good, and we can throw it all over the yard on these guys. But then you get into the game, and, Greg, you're just running it down their throat. They can't stop the run, but your offensive coordinator is so stubborn. He's like, nope, we're not going to run, even though we're getting five to eight eight, eight yards a clip. We're still going to throw it. It's like they're so stubborn that they just cannot change, and that's really all of baseball right now.
8: Yeah, I mean, it seems to be the theme. I, there, there's, there's no doubt about it. I know we've had our, uh, we've had our back and forth with you know upper management's responsibility and the manager's responsibility. Don't you think it's going to take a manager just to put his foot down and say enough is enough? Whether it's Kotze or Dave Roberts or any of these guys, and just say, you know what, I'm, I'm leaving Cole, I'm leaving Cole Irvin in. I, I'm leaving Frankie in, even though he's a you know over 100 pitches. I'm going to let him finish this thing out. This is his game to win. I mean, wouldn't you think it's going to take a guy like that just to put their foot down and say enough is enough?
3: I think that can happen every once in a while. I think if it happens all the time, they're going to be playing golf with you in Pismo Beach.
8: (laughs) They wouldn't want to be doing that. I think they'd rather keep their job. Dude, I got to tell
3: you, you know what's crazy? I mean, this is going on in all sports. I mean, this exact same thing, Steve Steve Kerr's not making every decision by himself, and that's been happening for years. It's a think tank. Everything is about the think tank. Everything's about the group. They all make decisions as a group. We just see the thing is, I think to the younger baseball fan, it's no big deal. It's we grew up with the Sparky Anderson type. We grew up with Tommy Lasorda, Earl Weaver, that the old guy, the manager, Tony La Russa, he makes all the decisions. He's the skipper. He's the manager. That, that, that part of the job's dead.
8: Yeah, you don't see those personalities anymore, and that's part of the reason why I, I know a couple of weeks ago you had a take about um, umpires ejecting managers. And I know that you kind of think it's a little, it's a little outdated. Whatever, I love that. You know, I still kind of, kind of, kind of respect baseball for the fact that they're a little bit different than the other sports. And you know, the magic word, which you know we all know what the magic word is. You say the magic word, you're going to get run. I still kind of like that. You know, it obviously it doesn't happen as much as it used to, and you don't see the the Lou Pinellas throwing first base in the right field anymore, or, you know, Billy Martin kicking dirt on home. But you don't, you don't see that. But again, I, I'm an old school guy. I like that stuff. I like that back and forth. So, you know, it's w- w- every once in a while, when I see a guy get ran, I kind of, I kind of giggle and it makes me reminisce about the good old days. So I'm not totally against umpires running a guy. If he, if he gets a little mouthy and. Can I tell so you how an archaic and stupid it is?
3: Can I give you an example? Not stupid. Can I give you an example? Yes, sir. Seth Brown getting thrown out yesterday, and the game <laughs> is over. That's the dumbest thing. I mean, what? You're throwing a guy
8: out? The game's over. Come on. It didn't make a lot of sense. Yeah, it didn't make a lot Well, here's, here's another funny side note to that story. I umpire some softball in my free time, and, and yesterday I got into it with a guy who was questioning a ball and a strike call in slow-pitch softball. I said, get in there and hit. And he called me a four-letter name. What did I do? I ran him and said, get off my field. Hit hit, hit the parking lot, brother. And I threw him out of a game last night. So it kind of makes me laugh a little bit because I'm a professional when it comes to throwing a guy out. I turn my back on him. I do the Brett Myers boom, out of here, hit the road. So I ham it up pretty good for the crowd at all these big pass robo softball games. So I kind of like, you know, when when, when a guy gets ran. Not that I'm taking the umpire's side because there's so much bad umpiring out there. I know it's a tough job. Um, but you know, I kind of like, I kind of like the back and forth and an umpire running a guy, the Seth Brown deal. I agree with you a hundred percent. You can't run a guy after the game's over. It makes absolutely no sense. So during the game, different story after the game, I'm with you.
3: Yeah. I, I don't know. I just, I, I was like watching that yesterday. I, I, cause I actually, I don't think I did it on the air. Cause we, we, I might've just done this off the air. I asked Kotze this morning, because we did the Mark Kotze show, I'm like, what's the deal with that? Like, what, what, what happens to you when you get thrown out? Like, And I guess Kotze said something to the umpire yesterday. He was like, come on, Nick, what are you doing? Like, what happens, game's over, you get thrown out, like, what are they going to do? They're going to fine you? I mean, what they, they can't put you in the penalty box. The game's over.
8: It's probably a fine. That, that would be my guess. I, I mean, which is again, that's stupid. You're t- stealing money from a guy. That's the game's over. What are, what are we? You're gonna you gonna throw him out in the parking lot when they, you know? St- I mean, I don't when is when, when is when is the game over? Yeah, I don't get it. Like, how does that work? It's pretty ridiculous. I I I, I again, I'm not I'm not sticking up for that. And plus, it was a bad call. It was, it was a total ball. You watched it on replay. It was not a strike. So, two things before I get off the phone with you, Tony. I want to run past you. I, w- I wanted to ask you for a couple days. Number one. Did you read the New York Times article that came out about how the owners are now bashing the A's? I was wondering if you read that, and if you didn't, I kind of wanted to get your take on it. Um, you mean the New the York Post? I to... New York Post, yes. Yeah, sorry, yeah, the I read New it. York Post, yeah, I don't. Yeah, I, 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 I kind of wanted to get your get your feelings on that. And then the second thing I wanted to kind of kind of run past in there are two pretty pretty broad topics, so I don't know if you have enough time to get to both of them. But first, the New York Post article. Second, don't you think this? kind of if you want to call it a fire sale is a little bit worse probably the worst one in the last 20 years when we talk about you know trading players or you know not re-signing players or you know i know everyone wants to bring up this year and compare it to 2012 2012 ain't walking through that door i mean let's just let's 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 let that go with with the playoff chances this year neither one of those are happening we're not oh, making no, the 2012 playoffs. is
3: and, not this is like before 2012
8: right but, but, but I, I would argue, and I, I want to get your take on it, that this might be the worst fire sale in, in, in the 20-year, whatever you want to call it, the Billy Bean era, you know, the Moneyball era, if you want. I know we're not Moneyball anymore, but I, I think this year losing the guys, the, the quality of guys that we lost, whether, you know, with Canna and not re-signing Deekman and Petit and, you know, Marte, and I mean, all those guys that ended up walking, and then obviously the, you know, the, the, the Olsons, the Chapmans, the Chris Bassetts, don't you think this one is the worst, as far as the damage it's done to the team and just how much talent we let go, I would argue, yes. What's your take from from the master Chris Townsend?
3: Well, the fact that we're living in it right now, for sure. This is brutal. <laughs> right, this is, right. yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's really hard. I mean, but, but, you know, also you got to think back when all of a sudden Giambi leaves, tahata leaves. Next thing you know, there's Molder and there's Hudson, and they're gone, and that means so it's not, it's not the first time, it's not going to be the last time, but since we're living wow. it right now, it really, really hurts. There's no That's question. That's a great point. And then uh, on that, uh, I this has nothing to do with how the 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 Oakland Athletics feel this is just kind of my my um, my observation i I think there is a battle amongst the owners I think there's I think there's quite a few owners of teams that don't make the same amount of money who are not thrilled whatsoever with how the the new collective bargaining agreement went When they started negotiating and going higher and higher and higher on on the luxury tax, I mean, if you're like, let's just say the A's or you're the Pirates or you're the Reds or you're whoever, you're sitting there going, what the hell are you guys? We're never going to get up that high. What are you doing? So I wonder if you have some of these owners of of these teams that don't make the same amount of money as the other owners, where they're sitting down there just going, you know what? We don't care if you don't like it. We don't care if you're mad. You did nothing for us in the collective bargaining agreement. You did everything for yourselves. So you know what? If I'm not spending money on payroll, and I'm taking revenue sharing, tough. It's business. I don't know if that's what's happening. I'm just saying, I know how I would feel if they're, the way the negotiations were going, and if I'm if I if I'm of a team of a certain revenue, and you're like, keep upping the luxury tax, I know how I would feel as an owner. I wouldn't be thrilled. Would you?
8: No, and I, and I guess to, to your point, it's 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 basically a, a beef between, you know, just to give an example, a, a team like the Yankees or the Dodgers against a team like the the Rays or the A's. I, a, a battle of those owners is, is that, that is that kind of is that a fair assessment that totally like, like,
3: like, I don't have a $300 million Time Warner right. cable contract. I don't We're, got 3 right. million people coming through the turnstiles. And you're sitting here negotiating to have a luxury tax of 200 and it goes, you know, whatever it was, 245 and then it, it goes up over. Oh, and you're giving all this money to players, and you're doing all, you're like, hey, that must be great when you own the uh, – you got no problem with it when you own the Yes Network. You got no problem when you're – You got all this money coming in, but I don't have that money coming in. What did you do for me? So, not only did you have owners battling players, I do believe you had owners battling owners when you had the negotiations going on. New York, in the end, the commissioner's office, they just want to get the deal done, and they just want to get playing, and then... You know, there's some owners that go, yeah, this doesn't work for me. So they're not happy. So I don't have any evidence of that at all. I'm just saying as someone who owns a business and knowing how I worry I worry about the league, but I also worry about my business. And did you do what was right for me? And are you really helping me? We don't see the thing is we don't know what everybody makes, what everybody gets, what I mean, we just don't know all of that. But I do know the rumblings are the smaller market or the smaller revenue. Best way to put it, because some people got the A's are not a small market. So that's why I'll say. The smaller revenue teams weren't thrilled with the big revenue teams after the negotiations.
8: Well, when I read the article, I kind of give the Post credit. Not that I'm a, I'm a huge fan of the Post, but kind of I thought it was just going to be an article the way it started out that was just going to rip the A's. But they kind of as you read the article, they kind of explained the a side of things when it was like it's not like the a's are banking a bunch of money, you know I mean, it's not like you know they're they're taking their their chunk and and put it in their pocket because they cut payroll so much. I mean, they're still losing money it's not yeah well, like, the, the revenue you know, sharing there's, there's,
3: there was a very small amount, as they said, there are nine million coming in revenue sharing the big revenue sharing money hasn't kicked in yet, so it's like. And, you know, and of course, and you know why the owners they want to expand so they can get more money, right? Like Dave Stewart and his Nashville group are ready to go. They're waiting for Tampa right. and Oakland to get situated. So there's a lot of there's a lot of there's a lot of big business out there. And you know, put it this way: the owners of baseball are not lock sync like the owners in
8: football. It doesn't appear to be that way. And again, no. I don't, you know, we'll, we'll, the owners you know, in football, they fan. may,
3: they may not all agree, but they handle it for the most part. They handle it behind closed doors. the The perception the, that they give out to us, the public, that they're hand in hand, arm in arm, and everything. And the fact that they do that is one of the reasons why their league is so strong. Thank you, Greg, for the phone call. But yeah, NFL owners, they come together, hold hands, and sing Kumbaya. Now, behind closed doors, they could hate each other, whatever. But out to us, the public, and how they handle their business? I mean, we don't know. Like, how does the owner of the Twins feel versus the owner of the Mariners versus the owner of the Marlins versus the Padres versus the A's, the D-back? We don't know. We know the Dodgers are printing money. We know the Yankees are printing money. The Red Sox are printing money we don't know about everybody else we don't you know i mean you only had very few owners being heard during the the lockout and during the negotiations so we don't know if i was a smaller revenue team i can tell you i i, I when i saw that luxury tax kept going up like how does that help me you're just you're just moving the luxury tax up so you can add more players in free agency you know, win Juan Soto, win Aaron Judge, win these guys, and, and at some point, folks. I mean, they're talking about Mike Trout got over four hundred million. One player making over four hundred million in a guaranteed contract. What's your return on investment on that? They're saying Juan Soto could get five hundred million. Really? How many jerseys? How many jerseys? How many hats? The cable money's drying up. Drying up. The next version of the money is now coming from Silicon Valley. It's coming from what you're seeing with Apple, to, you know, the Apple game or the Peacock game. That's what's coming next. But a pl- one player, an outfielder, making 500 million. I mean, seriously. I don't know how that works. I don't know. I. I this, is one Soto worth $500 million? $500 million for one player? I have no idea. Coming up next, we'll take your phone calls. We'll hear from Mark Kotze right here on the A's Clubhouse Show.
2: The more we learn about COVID-19, the more questions we have. The biggest question now, what's next? What will COVID bring in six months, a year? If you're feeling anxious about the future, you're not alone. CalHOPE offers free COVID-19 emotional support. Call 833-317-4673 or live chat at calhope.org today.
1: Gentlemen, Two on, nobody out. And here is Santana. He swings and lines one to left. That's a base hit. Dozier had to wait. He's going to make the turn to third. He's going to score. Throwing to second is Kemp. Sliding in is Santana. The tag by Nick Allen. And he's safe at second base. Nick Allen is incredulous on the call made by Chad Whitson at second. He immediately motions to the A's dugout. And they're going to check on the replay and see if they're going to ask for help from New York. But a run is in, Dozier was gonna come home, and he does.
4: Ruling on the field is overturned. The runner is out. Oakland will retain their challenge.
1: So that's the first out of the inning, 7-4 on the play at second base. Single it an RBI for Santana's 19th of the year. A run home, 3-1 Kansas City.
3: You're listening to the A's Clubhouse Show. By the way, something I've been investigating I'm going to bust it out on Monday. Should I give you a little preview, Robert? Uh, I got a little perturbed when I heard people. Oh, Shohei Ohtani is the MVP just because he pitches any hits. No questions asked. No one can debate it. He's the MVP. Oh, Really? So as long as he's in the league and he pitches and he hits, he's the MVP every year. No one can be more valuable than that. And that's where I bust out, well, the numbers, like any numbers, can lie to you. Yeah, he can be a, a, a numbers getter, go to baseball reference and look at his numbers and go, wow. But is he MVP? There's more than just, the numbers, or look inside the numbers. When the Angels went on their 14-game losing streak, that cost their manager their job. Has anybody gone to look at his numbers during that time? When the team needed him most. That was their season. Their season was on the brink. Everybody was talking about Trout, Otani in the postseason. Yay! And they took an absolute nosedive. They're done. Yeah, I'll say it. They're done. Prove me wrong. On Monday, I will have his numbers during that time. Let me tell you. So, because what happened was, a couple days ago, he hit the two home runs, had eight RBIs, and then the next day, a career high in strikeouts. It was like, oh, my God, this is the most amazing thing I've ever seen. He's the MVP, and no one doubt it. And now this whole MVP stuff's come out on MLB.com, and Otani wasn't even in the top five. People can't believe it. Well, let me tell you something. In that 14-game losing streak that sunk their season, Otani stunk on the mound and at the plate. I will have. We'll play the let's go inside the numbers on Monday. How about that? But it's Friday night. You don't care. You may care on Monday. By the way, Dave Cavill will be by on Monday. We got to start promoting that. Oh, yeah. Big vote coming up. All righty. Athletics with the loss 3-1. to Here is the skipper, Mark Cotze. Huh?
4: I don't know where they are. Um, just, I guess, first of all, uh, what was Grinke maybe
9: doing effectively tonight?
11: Oh, that's Zach at his best. Uh, you know, he he he's a master at his craft. He knows how to set pitches up, um, used the strike zone well, uh, kept the ball down. Um, you know, that's, uh, that's what he does, and uh, he did it well tonight. I mean, I, I know there's been uh, optimism that um, – you
4: know, given some time, maybe the offense will come around a little bit. Uh, the trend recently, is, it seems like maybe the struggles are potentially deeping team-wide. Um, what, if, if anything, can be done about
11: that? Yeah, I mean, you know, we, we utilized the bunt tonight. We got runners in scoring position second and third. Um, we hit and run early in the count, uh, early in the game off Zach. Um, we stole a base, which created a run. So uh, we're going to continue to be aggressive in, in those facets to create more offense and, and try and score more runs. Um, doesn't always work out, uh, but uh, we had chances tonight where we got runners in scoring position. Um,
4: it seemed like Cole's pretty efficient and then outside of the two homers.
6: Um, what did you kind of see from his outing today?
11: Yeah, another, another good outing. Um, you know, for Cole, like you said, w- one hitter. Um, you know, the result of two home runs. Uh, he pitched well uh, and, and efficient, as you talk about. Uh, Domingo coming in and, uh, and getting a big, big out there for him, uh, for us as a group. And uh, keeping that game, uh, where we had a chance to to get runners on and get the tie and run to play. plate, so um, I thought the pitching was was well, uh, or did a really good job tonight. And uh, from a defensive standpoint, you look at Jonah. Jonah plays at third base. Uh, we played a good, clean, solid game of defense, and um, you know, I mean, we have, we hit some balls hard on the screws that, that didn't fall, uh, you know, and uh, I think that's just the tell of the game right there. It was a clean game, and we're in the, the wrong end. What have you thought of, of Bright's just defense
4: at third base, and we've seen around the infield, but just the way he's been handling it?
11: Yeah, he's and... he's he's working his tail off here. And uh, and tonight was, was a result of, of the work he's put in on a daily basis. Uh, I can see him continuing to grow and continuing to get better over there. Um, but tonight, uh, he, he played a really good third base tonight. How do you feel about just that infield alignment? Um, obviously, we had Nick with the tag at second. Um, and
4: just kind of the infield defense overall. I kind of did like that group the way that they were. Yeah,
11: they played well tonight. Um, you know, again, uh, it's it's a solid group. There's there's athleticism to it. You know, um, and uh, uh, you know, for them as a unit, starting to play together, um, you know, I can see them continuing to to make improvements. All right.
3: Yep, not a happy camper. Let's go to the coach. Coach, you're going to end Friday night for us.
12: Oh boy, oh poor Cots having to every day go up there and say why, you know, figure out why we don't score any runs. But we're we're struggling scoring runs. But I'll, I'll go positive. How about Bride and and Smith and Allen? They've been they've been looking respectable. Well, there's some respectable stuff right there from those guys. I'll, I'll give them that. That'll be our positive. But you had an interesting topic on the owners county say that again you had an interesting topic where you were talking about the owners and the the difference between you know the top revenue crew and the lower crew I mean they're all making a whole they're they're all very wealthy people no one you know as an owner makes their money in as Year to year in baseball, they make it kind of when they sell the team. You know, I mean, you know, you don't have the Charlie finley's and the the Bill Vex and the Clark Griffiths who that was like their family business, kind of. You know how they made their money.
3: No, no, no. It's team. a whole yeah, yeah. Sports is uh yeah. Sports is a whole different deal. That's why people are like ah, oh, they're not sportsmen like they used to. Well. They yeah. they don't survive off the team like they used to. These guys all have money well before they ever buy the
12: team. Yeah, and then they hold it and then they sell it again to someone who wants to say they own a team. Or Connie Mack, you know, made his money. It's an invest. Team, you know? It part of it's an investment. It's an investment. Yeah, they don't have the. Well, some have the passion, but um, the 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 top teams. I mean, I, I think you got to look at the Mets and. The, and the Dodgers and the Dodgers, they've always had a lot of money and they've always brought in a lot of fans. And then just once they got Andrew Friedman, all of a sudden they were just, you know, really smart, too. You know, so it's they are hard. to They're hard to beat, you know, because they have great players. They 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 don't give out a lot of long term contracts compared to what they could, you know. Um, you know, they will let guys walk. They let Seeger walk. They'll, they'll let guys walk if it's too much, even for them, and then they have a great farm system. But this guy, Cohen, he's not a very honest man. You know, he, he made his money in a very crooked manner, you know, and he's paid lots of fines, but he should have paid a lot more fines. I mean, he's paid over a billion dollars in fines in his life. He's very uh, He ran a very dishonest hedge fund. And I wonder why Why did the owners let him in?
3: Well, when they called me about it and they asked me uh, yeah. to, to, to really, really dig in and, you know, my opinion on whether we should allow him into our game, uh, hell, I don't know. I mean, he has a lot of money. And usually they're afraid of the guys that have super, super wealth, because he's what worth yeah. like sixteen billion dollars. I mean, he. You know, it's funny. It was like when he came in. You know, the Yankee guys have always been the big swing, and you know what? And all of a sudden, I mean,
9: yeah,
3: he's so wealthy. The Steinbrenners are nothing compared to him. He is. I mean, he is. He's big time wealth. I mean, sixteen billion dollars. My God.
12: Yeah. Right. I mean, he's out of this world. You know, he started with twenty a $25 million hedge fund. But he used to tell his guys, okay, your job is to make, you have to make this much money, but I don't care how you do it, you know? So they did all, all kinds of insider trading and, and they, uh, you know, he only had to, maybe he's paid, you know, 1.8 or 2 billion in fines, which it sounds like so much, but when you make 12 billion and you pay 2 billion in fines, you're coming out way ahead, so, so, anyway, so you t- no, he made,
3: so last time I looked, he's worth sixteen, right? So yeah. the question is, would I pay two billion in fines to be worth sixteen billion? I'd have to think about yeah. that for a minute, Coach.
12: Yeah, yeah, that, that's the thing. I mean, when you're rolling with that kind of money, you don't go to jail when you do things like that. You just pay these huge fines and they let you off. Anyway, hey, I, you I knew know they who I
3: feel bad, bad for? Let me tell you who I feel bad for. Gordon Gecko in Wall Street went to jail for all this stuff that these guys do now and get away with.
12: Yeah, yeah. Well, poor Michael Douglas. In the 80s. Yeah, Michael Douglas. Yeah, poor Michael Douglas. But that was, you know, Michael uh, was it Milliken and uh, it, lots of guys in the '80s were that way too. You know? Oh they yeah, they went. They went after time. those
3: guys. I mean, just look at two thousand, two thousand eight when we bailed everybody out how many
12: crooks yeah. we bailed
3: out then everybody forgets yeah. that
12: you know so i was just i'm just surprised they let him in the door you know because they do kind of keep people out you know they don't like and then he's in and i know some of the teams don't like that you know that he's going to spend as as much as he wants well he has so much and yeah, it is amazing. Yeah, you're right. I mean, Steinbrenners are like, goodness gracious. We're, like, poor compared to this guy. <laughs> well, and, and you know good what morning. the
3: fan, the fan, the fans will sit there and they'll say, yeah, we want our owner to be like that. And you're like, well, yeah. if you think sports is better that way, good luck. Because once you go down, once you go down the just paying the money that's so – I mean, look what the Yankees used to do. The Yankees used to, you know, just spend – and they wouldn't win, and it got ugly. I mean, there has to be some fiscal responsibility for the league. That's why salary caps work.
12: Yeah, yeah. It it allows for some honest um, competition. Football is good that way. They do kind of spread out the money a little bit, although there's fewer games, you know, and a lot of it is TV money, so they spread it out. It's not so much your home attendance i don't know even know how they split that all up but there's only what eight home games or something like that so it's they they do keep the competition and they also have that cap you know i don't know how they get the hard cap i don't know how they get the players to to allow a fairly hard cap in football because baseball never goes for that baseball seems to have a stronger union Well, yeah, and and football
3: players don't play that long, and they basically broke the football players years ago. But I'll tell you what, if you looked at baseball, if you had a salary cap in baseball and you could limit, kind of like basketball, you could limit the star players to a certain number, that would actually bring everybody up. That would be more money for everybody else.
12: Yeah, that's the thing they've always, Townie, I've always felt they were always kind of off on, is when they do the, they do distribute the money. You know, yeah. so yeah, the A's are getting a fourth of their distribution. I didn't think they were getting anything, but I guess they're getting a fourth of it this year. But I always thought that they would, well, let's say we give you this much money, you have to put it in your salary to raise your salary to kind of level it off, and they really have given the teams a lot more discretion on how they use that, and that doesn't seem to make any sense to me either. You know, it's supposed to balance it out. Why haven't they done that? What do you What do you hear? Well, you know, they, they, they raise they, the floor. Uh,
3: I, I I wanted to see a floor. I wanted to see a ceiling and a floor. Everybody, the average player, people would make more money. I don't. I think it's ridiculous to pay one guy three hundred million, four hundred million. It's ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> Nobody's worth it. No, I mean they're. Yeah, no, I mean how how many how many T-shirts and jerseys can you get? How many? I mean, how do you get a return on investment on a guy who makes four hundred million? I just it just doesn't you, make sense to me.
12: You you really don't. You know you hey, really hey, don't. A I quarterback? Mean, yeah. Let me
3: tell you something. A guy like Michael Jordan or a guy like Tom Brady is worth every penny. You gonna try tell yeah. me Mike Trout, Juan Soto? Have anybody ever seen Juan Soto even do a commercial? I mean, this guy has no corporate appeal. I mean, it's what baseball player? He's not Arnold Palmer. He's not Tiger Woods. I mean, none of these guys have any appeal. I don't know why we're paying these guys all all this money. They're not worth it.
12: No, what? one baseball player doesn't have the influence on the game that particularly basketball i mean the best player on the court has a big influence on winning that game but but it, you can baseball, market them there's so yeah. many
3: things you can do to yeah. market them and make money off of them i mean what what really i mean like like francisco lindor Is he a Madison Avenue (laughs) darling right now with the New York Mets? Like, every single major corporation in New York wants him to be the spokesperson? I don't think so.
12: No, I don't. Now,
3: Aaron Judge Judge has a ton of appeal. I could see Aaron Judge being a spokesman and being worth a lot of money and had the Yankees saying, face of the franchise, doing all of that. But a lot of these guys who get these deals... What are they worth? Like Zach Grinky got thirteen million. The guy's a stiff. What? What's he worth? Is he really worth thirteen million dollars to the Kansas City Royals? What are you getting a return on investment for for Zach Grinky right now for one year, thirteen million?
12: Well, they're that pay, paying that thirteen million. They're what? Three games ahead of the A's right now, something like that, you know. So that's Thank what they're God. getting, I guess.
3: Hey, hey, let's see. <laughs> let's, let let's look at old Matt Chapman who turned down one hundred and fifty million. Matt Chapman yeah. right now. I'm just going to go to Hold on everybody, hold on. Matt Chapman going into the day according to Baseball Reference is hitting 2.14. All right, I paid him 150 million. If the if he would have took the What am I getting for a guy hitting
12: 2.14? Yeah, he's a good fielder, but you need a lot of for 150 baseball, million. Yeah. You better
3: be better than a yeah. been a good fielder.
12: No, it really is. It's the one sport where you can trade one guy and get four and do better. But you can't do that in in the other sports. You know, you can't or, in basketball or coach. You, let's yeah, in on this. Can't do it. You can trade yeah. a
3: guy and get four, and the guy you trade didn't do anything, and then the four you traded for didn't do anything.
12: Well, <laughs> yeah. I mean that's. That's the old Cleveland Indian saga back in the Ray Fosse era where they used to say the first thing when the Indians get a good player, they, they trade him for three that can't play. They get one guy that can't play. They trade him for three that can't.
3: Well, as, but, Ray, a, 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 as, as, as Ray Fosse
12: always said, the
3: best day was opening day because after that they would be in last place the entire year.
12: They They weren't weren't too good back in the day.
3: Fosse had the best Cleveland Indian stories. It was just hilarious. All right, Coach, I got to get out of here.
12: See you later, Taddy. Can't
3: talk to you all night. All right, where are we? I've lost track. I am so over time. It's unbelievable. All righty. Time now for the out-of-town scoreboard brought to you by Mechanics Bank. Let's just go down the line here. What do they got going first? All right. Mariners lead the Angels 4-1 in the sixth. Tigers lead the D-backs 4-1 in the eighth. Top of the seventh inning, Padres shutting out the Phillies, 1-0. Bottom of the fifth, it's the Reds over the Giants. Well, well, well. Slapgate continues over at Oracle Park, but the Reds lead that one. Uh, Speaking of Lindor, I guess he had a nice night as the Mets beat the Marlins 5-3. It was the Astros taking down the Yankees in the Bronx, 3-1. Red Sox take down the Guardians, 6-3. Rays over the Pirates, 4-3 and 10. Dodgers beat the Braves and Freddie Freeman's return. Gets his ring. Dodgers 4, Braves 1. Nats 2, Rangers 1. Orioles over the White Sox, 4-1. Something you don't see uh, often. Rockies twins, 1-0. But the game was in Minnesota. It was the Blue Jays 9, Brewers 4, Cubs shut out the Cardinals 3-zip. What are we doing tomorrow? Well, that's a great question. We're all going to find out together. What's on deck? Brought to you by Ashby Lumber. Ashby Lumber for all your building and remodeling needs. Learn more at ashbylumber.com. All righty. We have A's total access at 1210. We'll check in with Vince Catronio from Kauffman Stadium. How about this? Ray Fossey and Frank White. If you don't know who Frank White was, he was a terrific second baseman back in the day for the Kansas City Royals, playing with George Brett and the boys. Won a lot of big games. Eric Burns, former A, will join Jessica Kleinschmidt. We'll have around the minors with uh, Tyler Soderstrom and Jesse Goldberg-Strossler from the Lansing Lugnuts. And part two of my conversation with the general manager, David Force. All coming your way tomorrow. First pitch at 110. A's total access at 1210. First pitch at 110. A's lose game one of their three game set against the Kansas City Royals 3 1. Have a great rest of your Friday. We'll see everybody tomorrow right here on A's Cast.
2: You want eight of the flutes and Onyx. Shira's hand-blown glassware blows machines. right off her store's shelves. Check the back for more indigo bowls. She needs an inventory manager, an manager to help inventory. keep her stock these on lock. These are 100% personal those aren't. Hey, can someone check the temp on the kiln? Indeed can help her hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. We instantly connect you with quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description. Earn up to $500 in sponsored job credits by conducting interviews on Indeed. Visit indeed.com slash credit. Terms and conditions apply.